Hey, my friend, this is your host again, Nishant. And before we start this podcast episode, I would love to tell you that I am receiving podcast feedback survey. And the intention of this podcast feedback survey is to know who are my active listeners personally so that I can create a magical heartfelt experience and touch your heart through my personal stories and guest personal stories and learnings. This feedback will really help me to see what you love the most about this podcast and where I can improve. And then I can double down on the activities you love the most and slowly adding new things from this category of new improvements. There are total six short questions which will only take five to seven minutes. And the link of this podcast feedback survey is in the description of this podcast. The first question is, how would you feel if you could no longer listen to this podcast? In case if I stop publishing it, how would you feel? Somewhat disappointed? Very disappointed? Not disappointed at all. (laughs) You don't care. And the second question is, what is your favorite go-to podcast platform? Apple Podcasts, Spotify, could be others. And number three, what type of people do you think would benefit the most from this podcast? Question number four is, what is the main benefit you receive from this podcast? Number five, how can I improve the podcast experience for you? And the last question is, what can I do not to make this better, but to make you tell everyone about this podcast? Whoever you meet in your life, you tell about this podcast. Listen to Nishankar show. Listen to this show. What can I do differently that you tell everyone about this show? There are total six short questions and this link and the form link is going to be in the podcast description. So please check it out. I would really, really appreciate your feedback this fall. And thank you so much again. And now let's start the podcast. How did you feel? when you were going through that victim experience? I felt powerless. I felt small. I felt like I could at any moment be tossed another terrible thing that might bring me to my knees. It was a very disempowering, you know, holding a victim mentality is a very disempowering feeling. And I I have great compassion for those of us who who like me were kind of wired that way. And the and the opposite is also beautifully true, which is that letting go of the victim mentality and really taking ownership of one's self and one's choices is there's tremendous goodness that grows from that. So I, I think what I mostly want people to know is that 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 victim stance or mindset is not fixed. It's not truth. It simply is one quality or one perception of experience that can be changed and can be changed at any age. How did you come out of your victim experience and what could be other practices you can suggest to our listeners? Well, I had an awakening at the age of 29 when a trusted mentor of mine, you know, had a number of conversations with me about the choices I was making to always focus on the negative, you know, to lead from painful thoughts, to be captivated by worry, to notice 
the bad in a moment or the bad in another person. And I was quite capable of noticing the good, but I tended to lead from the bad. And when he reflected that back to me, I felt like I had been presented a very painful, but a clear mirror of who I was. And at that moment, that was the moment I was 29 years old, I decided I didn't want to be that woman. And so I spent quite a bit of time with him and with other mentors and a therapist really discussing how you change your mindset from a predominantly negative, pessimistic, ruminative one to one that really enjoys and appreciates and celebrates life. And it's taken many, 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 (laughs) many moments of practice. But, you know, I started even just making the decision to change that even that in and of itself shifted my, my experience of living. And then it became a question of what can I practice and who can I practice with and what more can I learn? And, you know, then it became a journey of learning and growing. How do you find meaning in that suffering? Well, one of the hidden beauties of facing death, and no one, right? No one absolutely wants to face death. But one of the the hidden beauties of facing death is that it makes crystal clear what's important and what's not important and what nourishes you and what does not nourish you. And what was crystal clear was the most important thing was for me to show up and give my brother as much love and as much ease and peace as possible. And that became the driving force of those 10 weeks. And and even the weeks after you know, trying to do our best to care for his children and his wife and my parents. And it was also very meaningful to me to show up for my children, who were young teens at the time, you know, to demonstrate to them that your heart can be absolutely shattered and in sorrow, and you can continue on. You can, you can grow, you can learn, you can find love in life again. You know, it was very meaningful for me to really demonstrate to them this beautiful paradox of resilience of being, you know, both broken and whole at the same time, you know, sad and hopeful, devastated and generous. You know, we are, that's what I mean when I say we're, we're astonishing. We are astonishing in, in our ability as human beings to hold profound experience that are seeming opposites at the same time. Before our conversation, I asked you that if, do you have any specific talking points you would like to cover? And you mentioned about accepting paradox enables us to grow. What is that acceptance? So it's part, it's what refers to what we were talking about in the middle of this conversation about, you know, recognizing that we can be broken and whole at the same time or sad and hopeful or hurt and generous that, that we don't have to stay stuck in one emotional state or one thought that we can build in the and, use the and, right? Not just I'm this or life is this, but life is this and it is also this, or I am this and I am also this, right? I am worried and I have strengths. I am frightened and I can reach out for help. And the, the building in of that and helps us live into this place where we can accept both realities. Like I'm sad and I deserve to be happy. And when we can hold both, when we can hold multiple realities at the same time, that is the keystone of resilience. Because when we get to that other side of the end, 
there's energy there. There's vitality. We have the capacity to make a, a choice. Whereas when we stay stuck on the negative side, like I don't like myself or I don't think I'm doing enough or the world is not safe. Those kinds of thoughts are so they're limiting and they're draining and they tend to keep us isolated and locked into non-resilient ways of being like we get defensive or we attack or we, we shut ourselves down. So paradox is living into the end. And what are the characteristics of a non-resilient human being? I think very fixed mentalities, uh, very rigid and fixed beliefs that keep us not moving forward, not growing, not being open to new knowledge or new learning. Yeah, but I mean, resilience really is about expansion and openness and <clears throat> willingness to try to give something a shot. And non-resilience is really about shutting down. Hey guys, I want to thank you first of all for being an active listener to this podcast. It means the world to me. And in this new year, 2023, I want to connect with you. If you haven't listened to this podcast for quite some time, I would love to connect with you one-on-one. -on -one. And if you feel inclined to talk to me, please send me an email. You can go to my website, nishanthgarg.me, N-I-S-H-A-N-T-G-A-R-G.me slash contact. You will find a contact page and just send me an email and we can schedule 15, 20, 30 minutes to chat about life, philosophy, what is going on in life. You know, just, it's a casual conversation and there is no hidden selling and I'm sure there is no hidden selling behind that. So please send me an email. I would love to chat with you and thank you again for being an active listener. Thank you.